Alright guys, welcome to episode 59 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we'll be covering uh, what we did for the 4th of July. Um, we'll talk about what we've been watching and playing. Uh, we'll talk about uh, this fucking Kurt Warner movie that comes <laughs> is coming out. And uh, you know we'll talk a little bit about sports movies in general just because uh, of that. Um, and then you know, lastly... Uh, ever poses a solid question to which there is a definitive correct answer. Um, <laughs> but, but first. Let's start with uh, uh, just a recap. Uh, so, what yeah. did you what did you do for July Fourth? Yeah, so July Fourth was I think what two days, two or three days ago now, and um, so I did what I always do. Of course, we mentioned it last year. I watched Independence Day. Oh yeah, I watched Independence right, Day. Right. Um, it was um, so I actually went down to uh, my fiance's family's house. They live in Charleston, so we went down there, you know, for the back half of last weekend through the fourth. And okay. so they, I mean, we didn't get a chance to watch a movie, so I ended up, what I ended up doing is, on July 2nd, I had, like, about, like, an hour, just, like, free, because I, you know, they were um, getting ready for whatever, and so I was like, well, I, I want to watch the movie, but, like, I know I won't have tomorrow, time tomorrow, I won't have time, like, on the actual 4th, like, what do I do? And so I was like, I know what I'll do, I'll just watch the movie and chop it up into three, and so I literally watched the movie, I don't know if you remember this, but the movie takes place... Over three days, July second, third, and fourth. That's amazing. Pretty much like first act, second act, and third act. And so, you know, at the end of the first act is when you know the the the, the buildings get knocked down and shit, and the aliens attack, and the dog runs into the tunnel, and so it's like boom, July. 3rd. And and the, and the fire so graciously decides to not occupy the the little <laughs> window, the little room. It just goes past them. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. it's like whew. I was like, okay, cool, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then it goes boom. Goes cuts to black, July third, and I was like, "Okay, that's enough movie for today. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye, guys." And so I just <laughs> paused it, <laughs> and then the next day, the same thing. Um, yeah, and so that was my uh, July fourth. I, I usually don't don't like to go to the beach because it's too ba- too packed. Usually, it's too busy. Um, I just watch a movie, eat some bomb pops, and you know that's about it. Yeah, what about you? So- Did you do anything for it, or just kind of chill at home? And- um, so uh, we went to my. Uh, grandmother's house and mm-hmm. um, we uh, set off fireworks like the nice. little like cheap like, yeah like the TNT ones that... pack of fireworks the North Carolina um, ones because we don't like, we can't actually have like right air ones exactly mm-hmm. um but uh, Julian like it, it does not work currently like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the situation does not work because as you set it down. To like you know, let the fireworks go off. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna go grab it, and you're like, nope, like you have to like snag him, like, oh, or just God. sit there and hold him. But mm. then he's like, even when you're just sitting there holding him, mm. he, he's like so furious. He's like, like stop, I want to go grab the thing, and you're like, no, you can't. So like, he's in a bad mood the whole time. Mm. Miles is in a terrible mood. It also we do it during the day because you know, like. Me and me and Kaylin talk. Me and my wife um, <laughs> talked talked about like going to like an actual like fireworks display, yeah, like, a, like a baseball thing or whatever. Yeah, right. But those are always later at night, and it's like, mm-hmm. would he like it? Probably. Like I'm almost positive he would love seeing it, right? But like, is it worth like throwing off his sleep schedule and then like the next couple days are jacked up? You know what I mean? And it's yeah, just like, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like he'll see him when he's. A little more, a little older, and it's easier to just kind of yeah. like. And like push right it now, aside. he probably like he would like you said he would like it, but he probably wouldn't remember it. Like it wouldn't be like a memory he would have, right? Right. Not yet, at least. Yeah. So it's like we're just holding off, and uh, so we just did that. But then even that, like, 
there was there's one that like shot out like little red light like fire like it had little sparks flying but then at the bottom it was red and then it changed to green and he was like super into that but then it started firing off like the loud popping ones and he oh, was shit. like no get the fuck away from me <laughs> so, <laughs> so we uh basically it failed um is, is what i'm getting down to um it just does not work well with two small children yeah um at least for us like you know more power to anybody else that gets it done with two small kids, but uh, yeah. I cannot. Yeah, um, especially like like you said, like early on. I think maybe in like a year or two. I think they should. Do, it'll be like, Dad, like holy crap! Like, can we see the fireworks? You know, like that kind of kid. You know, right. And also on top of that, like again, sorry, where I was going with in the middle of the day part of it mm-hmm. is it's fucking hot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so we're outside in the heat and like. He's getting frustrated, and, like, I'm trying to hold him, and he's, like, writhing around to try and get down. So now I'm getting pissed off holding him because I'm like, it's fucking hot. He doesn't want to be here. I don't want to be here now. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like this shit, we need to move on. <laughs> like, you're you're like, like, why are we here? What is going on? Yeah, and it's like, it, like you before you go, you have this picture-perfect image in your head. You know, like, oh, even if it's, like, in the middle of the day with these little cheap fireworks, like, We'll still sit, like, we'll sit down and just, like, watch him go off and he'll be happy. Not how it goes. Like, not how it goes at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had him, like, usually my way of, like, getting him to at least, like, calm down for a second is to just, like, throw him on my shoulders. Like, a, not a, is it, I don't know. It's, that's not a piggyback ride, right? But, like, whatever. Well, they're on, like, when they're sitting on your shoulder, yeah, right? they're sitting on my shoulders. They grab he's your usually, hair, yeah. Yeah, he's usually so, like, he's usually good enough for a second and a lot of times with Julian, like, if I can get him to calm down for a second, he'll notice the thing I'm trying to get him to notice, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like he's he's already, like, spiraling. And so you just need to get him to, like, stop for a second, and then he'll catch it, right? I tried that. He immediately, like, smacked the glasses off my face. Like, he's reaching around, and I'm like, I just want to pile drive you into the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is not July 4th. Um, but, yeah, so, like... It didn't go well, but I mean, like you know, it's job for it, it's right. even as bad as it was. It was like I have tomorrow off, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was a little bit like I was like, oh, uh, like oh, it's the observed one that fucking sucks. But then Monday, like around like two o'clock, I was like, actually, this was actually really fucking rad because I was able to ha- you know like relax or like you know take in the Fourth of July, and it's like it's the Fourth of July, and then you also get tomorrow off. I was like, damn, this is way better than just having the Fourth of July off. Yeah, I, I fucking. <sighs> Bro, my last job, we had, this is, we had, what was it? I think we had, it was either Christmas and not the day after Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this shit's whack. Like, because like, <laughs> all, literally all Christmas day, it's like, I gotta go to work tomorrow. Like, this right? Shit <laughs> oh, God, it sucks. Yeah, that's why whenever Christmas lands on like a Friday or a Saturday, it's like, mm, this is that good shit. Yeah, or like, if... If Christmas lands on a Thursday and they're willing to give you the day after off, mm-hmm. it's good. Mm-hmm. But, like, if Christmas lands on a Wednesday, it doesn't matter what they do. That shit's going to be terrible. <laughs> I remember a couple years ago. I forget what year. I'm guessing it was 2019. Yeah, 2019 because we could still go in the office. I think Christmas was on a Sunday. And I remember I had to go in on Monday. And then Ooh. I was like, and then I was like, I took, but then I took the rest of the days off because it's my mom's. You your fucking stomach. <laughs> Dude, I was literally, like, driving. I literally, like. I came home from Ashboro, mm-hmm. and then I, because we had to go in. I came home from Ashboro, and then I went in, and then I went back to Ashboro, like, the next, that na- that night, because I took the rest of the week off, because my dad, my my mom's birthday's then, and my birthday, so I was like, I was literally in the office on the 26th, like, slow as shit, because nobody, my old job, I did invoicing, so nobody's sending invoicing, invoices, so I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? What is That's this? the other thing, right? It's like, I work for, like, a construction supply company. Like mom and pop Lowe's mm-hmm. hardware, basically, but it's for four concrete contractors. Like ninety nine percent of our customers do concrete work, right? Right. Concrete plants, like the actual places that bring you concrete to work on, are closed that whole week. So that whole week, every day that we're open, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, like literally, nobody like, well. can do work because the places that supply the concrete aren't even fucking open. Why are we here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, well, I guess we're just going to hang out for eight hours today. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to come and spend my day here. Like, <laughs> exactly. exactly. With you dickheads. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. 
Um, well, I'm glad you, you know. If you like your coworkers, then that last statement doesn't apply to you. Um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad you know, like you said, it was good, it was bad, but at least, like you said, you got the next day off and you can at least recharge before then, or you were able. Yeah, to. And, and also just like as like as you have kids, like you just get used to days where shit doesn't go right, and so you just like you're just kind of fucking rolling with the punches, right? You're Rocky, just getting the absolute dog shit beat out of you by Apollo Creed, but you're like, oh well, like I know there's more movies coming, so. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. So that's July Fourth. Um. I hope everyone else enjoyed your July Fourth. Mm-hmm. But uh. So. But uh. What did you watch over the weekend other than Independence Day? Yeah, so I rewatched that. Always great. I know we talked about it last year, so I didn't want to talk about it again. Um, but this year, so um, I, or th- th- this past week, I watched the movie Zola in theaters. Have you heard of this at all? This movie at all? Have you seen any like I have tweets not. or trailers about it? So the movie is based on a Twitter thread from like 2015, wow. where this lady goes, "Hey, let me tell you all the story about something that happened to me a couple years ago," and she just went off on like I think it's like a hundred and forty, hundred and fifty tweet. Twitter thread. And this is when tweets were, were only 140 characters. So these are like short. And so she basically laid out the story about her trip down to Florida with this like uh, crazy, I guess. Oh, sorry. Prefer, uh, <laughs> crazy is an ableist term. Shout we, out to we, Jesus uh, sorry, sorry. We prefer the term uh, mentally hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Family Guy. Um, so. Um, she went. She goes under. She went down to Florida, and the, the the whole tweet thread was about like her story and, and like what happened then. And so basically, they made a movie about it, about the three based on the on the tweet thread. And um, the whole movie, it's like it's it's you know the the girl Zola, um, the the other white girl who's like crazy, that girl's boyfriend, and then the other one, and then a, a fourth companion who is like we don't know much about. Okay. Um, and I would say the movie was a little bit of a disappointment for me. So I didn't really, I mean, so it was disappointing because I'd heard so many great things. And this was supposed to come out like literally right before uh, COVID and they had it at Sundance and I think at a couple of other big festivals. And then everybody was like, oh my gosh, Zola, that's amazing. It's like crazy. It's like so good. It's a, and so I've been sort of been like, holy shit, like that's going to be really good when it comes out eventually. And so then it came out and I was kind of excited. I was excited for it. And then I saw it and I came out like, it's kind of like, like that's it. Like that's kind of how I felt. I felt it literally came out like that was the that's what the fuss was about, right? Yeah. So like a couple of pros, like the, the girl who plays the crazy white girl, she was great in it, and yeah. um, it was funny because so she plays a character who I'm sure you and other and all the listeners have heard who talks. How can I say? Like, you got me messed up, girl. Oh, man. You know? Yeah, they, right. you, you know what I'm talking about. That kind yeah. of white girl. Um, And somebody tweeted out. They said it's funny or it's interesting that she chose to play that role given that she is somebody who's stealing from black culture given that she is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. Oh, and... no! Oh. <laughs> and so they were like, why would she do that knowing that that's, that connection is there? But I guess, you know... She, like with Elvis, probably no self awareness. Right. Um, but she was good yeah, in that. as with Elvis and I don't know Scarlett Johansson. Um. <laughs> and um, so she was great playing that, right? Because you can't that she was so good that I forgot that you just go. That's just like somebody who talks and lives like that. But she's not. So she was great as that. The girl who plays Zola, I thought was a little dry. And everybody, all the little wacky characters that they meet, they were all solid. Okay. Um. But then the reason I was disappointed wasn't the characters. It was just like, as the story's unfolding, the trailers and the, everybody talking about it, they're like, oh my God, it's an outrageous story. It's crazy that this happened. Oh my gosh. And then once stuff starts to envelop and happen, you just go, okay, that seems kind of normal. Or not normal, but it seems like normal, weird Florida shit that would happen. Like, <laughs> there's nothing really outrageous of it. It just sounds like you guys got had a bad weekend. Right. Like, like hmm. I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. I think this is one of those things that's maybe all right. This could fall flat, but maybe like the Tiger King thing, where it's like it's crazy when it's a real thing that happened, right? But then we talked about like the dramatized version, and we're like, 
but is it that you know, like, like like is that even worth it now? Because it's like a thing that actually happened. So like with the Zola tweet, like it's if someone tells you they went through this experience, you're like, yo, that's fucking insane, right? To mm-hmm. get it back to back to back. But over the course of a movie, like even if you know it's based on, I guess, real events, like it is filmed like a movie, not a documentary, and mm-hmm. like, and your mind expects it to be. Right, all movies have yes. crazy shit. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, like anytime I've gone to watch a movie, I've never just watched a movie beginning to end and been like, that all went as expected. Like, because like, that's <laughs> not a fucking good movie. Like, right, and even though, even the ones that are like a slice of life, like, I'm, I'm trying to think of one where it's like, uh, oh, there was that one I talked about months ago. It was called uh, uh, Never, Rarely, Sometimes, Always, the one about the girl who goes on a trip to get an abortion. And yeah. it's just like, it's like a slice of life. It just cuts into it, and she just goes, this is how life is, and, the you know, boom, right? Like, it's just life. Mm-hmm. The reason I think that this, and I'm okay with that, that I am not able to forgive this is both a the movie's fault and not the movie's fault. What I mean by the movie's fault is that it's it sometimes it plays with the the narrative and it becomes so stylized. It's kind of like a borderline, like Tarantino esque thing where it's like yeah. it's different points of views and um, um like uh sk- not skits kind of, um, but of course you can't do that if the story is kind of regular, right? And then also. The marketing, because the marketing goes, oh, what an outrageous story. If you look That's at the poster, the it's like, you hear a crazy story. So imagine if I was like, hey, never really, sometimes always, it's a crazy story. Oh my gosh. And then I show so you So zany, and you use bright colors for the poster. Right. So and much. it's like, oh, it's just two girls getting abortion. That like, why did this need to be a movie? But of course, when you go, this is a movie, you go, oh no, wait, it sort of tempts your expectations. And I know that that's not the movie's fault, but when you film it that way, it is the movie's fault. Also, like, it is, like, I don't know, I feel like that is still kind of the movie's fault, because, like, by the end of, like, the movie, like, that's all this movie was ever going to be. Like, like the through line of this story, like, the, the plot is like, this is crazy. So, like, the movie has no option but to play that, because what else could it be? Right. right? Absolutely, like, if yes. anything, this is just a bad idea for a movie, in my opinion. You know what right. I mean? Right, like, maybe... Exactly. I was thinking about that this morning. I was like, you know, not everything has to be a movie. Sometimes things are better in the thing that they are, right? Like, not every comic book has to be a comic... Here, like, Watchmen. You know, it, it, right. it works best as a comic, and that's when it works best. Not everything has to be a movie. Sometimes TV shows are better, right? Like, The Wire. Like, The Wire could never be a movie, right? right. Also, the other thing is that, like... So again, I haven't seen this movie, so I could mm-hmm. this could just fall flat. But like, I'm, I'm trying to think of another example of like this kind of idea. And off the top of my head, one of the things I got was Superbad. But the thing about Superbad is it didn't it didn't advertise itself as this like crazy outlandish thing, right? Right. It's just it like, is. It's like, oh look, two normal kids from high school, and then crazy shit happens. Like, and they're trying to get the, alcohol, right? Right. Yeah, and that is like the subversion. You know what I mean? Like, like there is a normal thing happening, and it all turns out wonky. Not yeah. this is fucking wonky, and then it turns out to be like kind of normal. <laughs> right. Right. Like, like imagine Superbad without like the period blood thing, without them running into the cops, without like the. The I forget what other wacky hijinks they run into, like getting run over or right. you know whatever, um, without the you know singing to those coke dealers, right? Like it's like it's like imagine taking all of that out. That's what this is. But then, um, but then when you take all that out, then advertise it as like the craziest <laughs> story you've ever heard. <laughs> right. and it's like eh, eh, is they it? advertise like a fucking road trip movie, and then it's just kind of like a... yeah. Um, and also, so I think it's a little bit too in love with the fact that it's based on a Twitter thread. Like literally in the first five minutes they go on November or October something, 2015, something, something, Zola tweeted out the story. What you're about to see is mostly true. You go, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then it goes, uh, and then after that you like, it goes like, oh man, I'm on Twitter. And then you hear the, the little, like the Twitter bird, the one yeah. you used to tweet that sound and you hear it. And then, the title hits, the title card hits, and it's at Zola, you know, like Twitter, like the little check mark. And you yeah. go, okay, like, are you a Twitter thread movie? Like, okay, I get it. Like, <laughs> you told me, like, fucking five times in the first ten minutes. Jesus Christ. And then also. Relax. <laughs> relax. And then also. Stop. 
gets him out. <laughs> and then also throughout the movie, every time something happens, which I'm guessing meant to, is meant to signal like a piece of dialogue from the tweet, from the thread, you Please hear... Please tell me it doesn't do that. Oh my yeah. god, bro, I'm already mad. This is so annoying. And I, it would do it randomly, and I'd be like, wait, so... And then, and then I was talking to Sydney afterward, and she was like, yeah, I was like, why did they play that? She's like, well, that probably is from the thread. I'm like, but why? Like, I shouldn't have to watch, just like, I shouldn't have to read a movie or read a book. I mean, if a movie is based on a book, I shouldn't have to read the book for the movie to make sense. The movie should make sense on its own, right? I shouldn't have to read a fucking Twitter thread, and I'm the Twitter dude, I love Twitter, I shouldn't have to fucking read a Twitter thread for it to, for a movie based on it to make sense to me, right? The other thing, too, is that, like, that's one of those things that I feel like sounds good on paper, mm-hmm. but like I feel like once you tested that, that was go- should have tested poorly, right? Because like I, yeah. I see like in my head, I can see myself coming up with that idea, right? Like 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 just like as you're spitballing ideas and trying to come up with stuff and be creative, like like what if every time. We get to a like a new tweet in this thread that makes this story. We make the Twitter noise, and like that's when I think is like a fair. It's an idea. Like it's, it's it's yeah. It's like a fair idea. It's not like it's not just absolutely ridiculous. Like that's not. If I was in a meeting and someone told me that, I'd be like, "That's not a bad no. idea. Like write that down." Then right, like, it's like we can an interactive it, thing, yeah. and then it goes poorly. Then you'd be like. No, like, we have to scrap this. It was a good idea. <laughs> like, fucking, uh, what is it, Jacob? It was a good idea. It just had poor execution. <laughs> I think we all agree. It could have been done better. <laughs> and then that guy's like, don't you ever come to me and mine for nothing. Um, <laughs> grateful sons of bitches. God, that movie's great. Um, but, yeah, sorry. But, like, I just, I could see where that idea gets thrown out. And I could yeah. see where other people are like, that's not a bad idea. But the moment it's in the movie and you're like watching it and it's just like randomly popping up at times, you gotta be yeah. like, mm, "This is not good. It's not working." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, like yeah. it's great when we know the source material so well that we've decided to make a fucking movie about it. Like, is that yeah? We know exactly where the next tweet is. You know what I mean? So like, right, it, right. it's very obvious and makes sense to us. But once you brought random fucking people into the room to watch it, it had to be like, "Why is this happening?" <laughs> yeah, it's it's like when you try to like. I'm on Twitter all the time, right? And so then sometimes I'll be with my friend Andy, who's also on Twitter all the time, and we'll be around regular people. And we'll literally, it'll be like we're speaking gibberish. It'll be like <laughs> the reply to the thing, or like, and then we'll be like, like stop, get some help. It's like that, right? Like you re- you re- you respond in gifs and yeah. in bits. It's like it's an evil world we live in. You know, it's like, okay, like what are you guys saying? What the fuck are you speaking? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, like write that down, write that down. Like the, the SpongeBob and fucking all, whatever other bullshit I have bookmarked. And so we're talking to each other, and then our friend Carolyn is like, "What are you guys talking like?" And so, it's like that. It's like you shouldn't have to watch a movie and be like, "What the fuck is going on?" I sent, I sent the video you sent me to another person. He was like, "What am I? What am I watching?" Do you remember what it is? Wait, which one? It's the fucking, and it the, the, the tweet was like, Yana, what kind of perks is Giannis on? And then I sent another oh, movie yeah, that's that's where he's like, I'm about the perk, he gave me most stamina. <laughs> he was like, what am I watching? And I was like, there is a lot of background that you don't know. <laughs> I, was like, so, I, was like, I was like, so Giannis got in injured, he came back early. Also, unrelated, Kurt Angle <laughs> admitted to <laughs> taking 30 Percocets a day or whatever the fuck uh, it is. And it's like, I'm like, I'm like doing the fucking Always Sunny Charlie meme with the fucking uh, uh, it's like, Explain this to me. Or like, you go and then I'm like, it should and have been like, me, oh. not him. And then I'm like, all right, there's a show called Always Sunny and there's a guy that's crazy <laughs> and he's putting together a, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just fucking snowballs. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, and so I feel like it's like that, right? Like, I feel like that that's the movie I was watching. So ultimately, oh, also one last thing and then we can move on. Um, so it tries to do, um, it tries to do this thing that I, I, I swear was probably influenced by this and it just doesn't nail it at all. So there is this movie, there's a movie called Y Tu Mamá También, which is End Your Mother Too. It's a, it's a Mexican movie. And it's uh, from director Alfonso Cuaron. And he did Children of Men, Gravity, Roma, and then one more that I can't remember. So basically the dude's like, he makes like great movies. He could he could fall out of bed and make a great movie. 
Right, can I chime in real here with something that yeah. I just, uh, my dumb brain immediately was like, is that that Bad Bunny song? All right, continue. Yeah. All right, so go ahead. And so in that movie, it's like this, it's a, it's a, it's a road trip movie, kind of like this one. And it's like this sort of like dreamy, dreamlike, like, dude, there's no way this movie wasn't influenced by that, but because it's the similar sort of dreamlike uh, thing and it does these great things where, like, this, the three main characters are driving down the street. And then all of a sudden, like, this sort of eye of God, like, this omnipotent thing, the camera tilts away from them and, like, focuses on, like, a car on the side of the road and goes, this is Pete or whatever. In six months, he's going to find out he has cancer and then he's going to die three months later. He's going to be survived by his family, who all of whom will, like, remember his name for the rest of their lives. And then it moves on. Right? right, and you go, what the fuck? And he does that like three or four times, and it's sort of like as they're driving, like the police are like pulling some people over, and it sort of like lingers on them, and you go, like, what does this mean? And at the end, it sort of clicks. And this movie tries to do something like that, where it's like they're driving down like these Tampa streets. It's like dark and it's like grungy and sturdy, and then it like focuses on this guy getting pulled over, and then I think it it might have been based on a real thing, and like plays like the recording of the guy getting pulled over and beaten up by cops, and so it does that, and the whole time I'm like. Yeah, but you didn't do anything to earn that. And, like, I don't know where you're going with this. And ultimately, it doesn't go anything with it. So then I go, were you just ripping off Current a events. movie? Like, what was that? But anyway, so that's Zola. It is ultimately just fine. I think the performances are great. I think if the performances had been shit, I would have been like, skip this movie. This is ass. Like, this is horrible. But there are... It, it was, you know, it was funny in some parts. The performances were great, but... I would say if you're interested in the thread, if you know what the thread is, check it out. If you're not, I could absolutely say just skip it. There, I've talked about plenty of better movies over the last few weeks that are in theaters or streaming that are better than this. Yeah, you know what we need instead of this movie, right? We need, mm-hmm. um, what is it? Is it Pixar that like sometimes does like the animated short movies? Yeah, before mm-hmm. their their like feature films. Yeah, yeah, they they do them, and I think uh, Disney Animation did them too. I think, okay, you know, so yeah. whenever like they come out with a feature film, like I need the next little animated short to just be Temecula, like because it doesn't need a full movie. <laughs> exactly, it just needs like, <laughs> it just like a solid five minutes of just like two dudes arguing about Kobe and then fighting it out. Um, yeah, exactly. That's the other thing too. Just the idea that you think you can make a full movie off of a Twitter thread seems ridiculous mm-hmm. to me. Like, no matter how long, so it is, much yeah. more that goes into it. You know what I mean? Like, yep. there are books that don't have enough in them to turn into a full movie. You know what I mean? Like, not good right. books, but there are plenty of bad books out there. I'm sure that if you tried to make a movie out of it, you'd just be like, eh, "There's not enough there." And you're like, "Let me do it with a Twitter thread." Right, it's like uh, Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye is the perfect version. I think Catcher in the Rye is a great examination of PTSD and just being a kid. But no, it just would not work as a movie. It just wouldn't, and it wouldn't work as as a, as a fucking TV show. It wouldn't work as anything other than what it is, which is a book. Like that's it. So I feel like this is the same thing. Like maybe like Zola would have been better as a fucking like you said, like a short or like right, literally like a make a TV show about Florida hijinks and make it part of the anthology, like. Yeah, you could just, if fucking, you could break down those tweets into like eight different episodes and just have like a short series. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, And and then, you know, have a little more artistic license with it, probably. Um, But anyways, so that's Zola. Uh, Out of five, how many stars? Uh, Two and a half. Okay, two and a half. All right, um, that's Zola. Performances are great. Movies kind of blip. Basically, is going to be my uh, my takeaway from it. Yep, yep. all right, so as far as what I've been watching, I've watched mm-hmm. uh, episodes two and three of Loki. I believe five came out today as of recording. Yes. Um, so I'm going to try and watch both of those over this weekend, four and five, and then be caught up and ready to watch um, six, that the one, finale. six on Wednesday. Yes, yes. And so, I should, I, I'm going to try and watch it like as soon as it comes out too, just because I know so I watched um, five right before um, we recorded earlier today, okay. um, and it sort of puts it up. It, it like leaves it right where you go. Okay, it's you know you go finale time, right? Like right. you kind of go like, all right, it's time to learn some shit. So I'm gonna try and squeeze it in because if shit is gonna go down, which I'm hoping it does, and it doesn't just like sort of go, hey, we did it, kind of like Wandavision. Yeah, I'm I'm like. 
hoping some shit goes down. So I'll, I'll watch it as well. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I watched episodes two and three. Mm-hmm. Um, it did a little bit to appease like my original point before, which is that like, I don't know if you remember, but I was saying the reveal that it's, it's Loki it, mm-hmm. that is chasing Loki or, you know, Loki is the one they're looking for. I was like, we yeah. kind of spent this whole time explaining how like Loki wasn't really like all that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's kind of yeah. what you just did for a whole episode, and you're like, "But the one we can't find is you." Um, mm-hmm. It's it's done a little to appease that. I feel like that same problem is still there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of like, like they were like, you know, every Loki's different. They look different. They are different. They come from different things. So like, it, it kind of tried to do it a little bit. But if the whole idea was still that like, they're all basically the same and that's why you can help us find this one you know what i mean like like it's yeah. uh, so it's still a little iffy there um mm-hmm. they've also done a little bit to appease that by um i don't know if there's a spoiler but they've they have shown that loki is somewhat underestimated um mm-hmm. i think at this point you know what i mean like he he's a little better than they thought so it's uh, you know maybe we're we're gonna be okay i'm not i don't have any problem with it for sure um yeah. But so far, it's been good. Uh, episode two, I'm trying to think of what happens in episode two. Oh, that's like basically them investigating. That was good. Episode three was solid. Um, they're on Zolanthus, Zul- something yeah. like that. Um, uh-huh. And the ending was like, uh, like the ending was the most like, okay, so now what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm interested to continue watching. Um, I don't really have much to say about it so far. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I kind of don't want to say anything because I don't want to be like, yeah, when that happened, be like, wait, that hasn't happened yet. I'd be like, fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing uh, mm-hmm. I, I want to touch on is just a couple things I've been playing because um, yeah. I'll just touch on them super briefly. Um, I'm playing Guilty Gear Strive. I don't know if I brought that up before. Did I? Do I don't, you no, I don't think about so. That at all? I think okay. just uh, Returnal. Okay, so Guilty Gear Strive is a fighting game. Um, it recently uh, came out. It's on, I believe, PS4 and PS5. It might be on three or uh, Xbox One and Series X. I'm not sure. Um, it's 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 very unique. Its art style is gorgeous. If you get a chance to just look up like image Guilty Gear Strive and just see like the art style of like the stage and like the characters, just the art style for it being a 2D fighting game is mm-hmm. incredible. Um, it also boasts, um, I'm not, I play a lot of fighting games, so I'm not like super, super into them, but, uh, one of the big parts of a fighting game is the net code in terms of like how well you connect to other people because in a fighting game where things need to be like anywhere from one to three sixtieths of a second accurate, you know what I mean? Like if you're not connected to another person, everything falls apart. So this one has apparently like one of the best net code for any fighting game period. Like, people are like, this is revolutionary how good this is. Um, which is a weird thing for people to say about, like, just, like, behind-the-scenes mechanics. You know what I mean? Like, like just the guts, like, the internal ones and zeros of a game. But they're like, this is amazing. So, um, if you're into fighting games, I, I would say definitely give it a try. It's, it, it's kind of wonky. It's like... Yeah, it's like zany, wonky kind of anime. But, like, it, the overall, like fighting game mechanics are very solid and everything about it's good. Um, so that's that. I played a little bit of that. I'm not great at it yet. Um, the other thing was Returnal. We talked mm-hmm. about Returnal. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I told you I had like a run that went like an hour and a half and then I died and I was like, I don't want to yes, test yep. this game anymore. All right. So mm-hmm. there is, I'll call the, it looks like people are calling them biomes. So like biome one, AKA level one is like, a forest, right? So you get through the forest, you kill the boss at the end of the forest, you get to the desert. Now, once you've beat the forest once, you you can you don't have to fight the boss again. You can once you find the door to the desert, you can go straight to the desert. So, because every time you know you die, you start over. So it would be way too punishing for how long this is to be like, well, you died, so now you got to kill the boss in the forest again and go to the desert and do that. You know what I mean? So they they do give you little shortcuts here and there once you've reached a certain threshold, basically. So, I had gotten to the desert. Mm-hmm. I, in one run, got a little bit through the forest, like, to get some better gear. I 
managed to get all the way through the desert for the first time. And I got to the boss. And I died. But I had used an item that let me come back once. And then when I fought the boss the one more time, killed him. So, I, same run. I've now gone slightly through the forest area and all the way through the second area of the desert mm. and cleared it. I'm sitting at like an hour and a half, two hours now. Because like the runs are just insane. And so you can like... You can't close the app application because then it fucking starts you over. It's like, well, you stopped. So you right. can basically put your PS4 or PS5 in rest, pause it, but you, there's like no like, I'll just leave this game here and do something else. It's like, no, like the whole point of this is to be a grueling fucking challenge. So like when you're doing this, you're here, um, which is a questionable dis- creative decision. To me, like, it's not necessarily bad if that's what you're mm-hmm. going for, but I feel like you alienate a large group of people by doing that. Yeah. But if, if that's what your whole creative vision is and you don't care about alienating those people out, then go for it, right? Um, so I pause it because then I'm like, I, I did that, like, while Julian was taking his nap. And so then Julian wakes up from his nap. I pause it. We, you know, hang out with the family some more. Um, I go... Kaylin goes, takes the boys to her grandmother's house, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hey." Um, I told her I was like, "Hey, I know there's a dresser we need to put together." Um, after I get done with this, and I like pointed at my game because I, I I was like, "I'm gonna finish this run. It shouldn't be much longer because at this point, like an hour and a half is the longest I've ever gone. Like the fact that it went this far is insane to me." So mm-hmm. I was like, "Should be done with that quick, and then I'll start on the dresser." I get all the way through the third biome, mm-hmm. which is the last one. I get to the final boss of the whole game. Mm-hmm. Die. That oh. shit took like three and a half hours of one run. And like, she called, or I called her. I was like, hey, how's it going? She's like, good. How far are you in the dresser? And I was like, you're not going to believe this, but I just fucking died finally. <laughs> she was like, it's been like an extra hour and a half. And I was like, I didn't know it was going to take this long. I've never made it this far. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also like, i've never been more happy to stop playing something and go fucking put together a dresser <laughs> it's like one of the yeah you're 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 right it's like one of those things where like it doesn't happen too often anymore because i don't think games do this anymore when you're a kid you like you're like i'm gonna go and see how far i can go you kind of chance it or like you're playing like a computer or like a phone game i remember that used or, to or something that doesn't have too. an auto save right you're just like right, oh, right i'm just gonna keep fucking moving and then like, like um snake Remember Snake on the phone? Right, right. I remember one day I was playing Snake, and I was like, oh, I'm just going to play Snake on my dad's phone for a little bit. Oh, do, 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 do. And then you realize, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm, playing, I'm so long. I can't lose now, right? <laughs> right. Or my dad had this one game where, like, I remember he, it was, like, on his very, very first cell phone. I remember it so vividly. You basically, it was, like, a little snake. It was, like, a snake, but it was, like, it would fall. It was, like, a, it, you were go, going from left to right, and the snake was, like, falling, but then you had to, like, pick it up. It was kind of like that uh, flappy duck or whatever. Slappy right. duck. Right? Or Flappy Bird or whatever the fuck it was called. And then there was like stuff along the way, so you had to like avoid it. You had to go up and down. And I remember one time I was just like my dad was like, Alright, twenty percent, you can play for a little bit. And I was like, All right, cool. I never made it that far. And then of course I make it the furthest I've ever made it. I'm like, I can't stop now. And he's like, No, give me my phone back, I gotta charge it. And I'm like, No, that's <laughs> I made it so fucking far. I feel like it's like that. When you don't even want to, you're not even trying to that's when you like last the longest right and like i said i was like I, i'll just finish this because i expected to be i had you know unlocked a couple permanent pieces that like were gonna stay with me for the next few runs so i was like i'll just finish this one and then you know i'll just start over the next time i play it mm-hmm. devastation i it went so far and then i fi- like and the thing is i actually got close to killing the final boss and then i like it was the mental like equivalent of like when i died i just like dropped to my knees like mentally i was just like <sighs> salvation like, like not salvation either though because it wasn't like it was just like <laughs> rest in peace sweet prince like, like <laughs> that's how i viewed it like i was like i should have never made it this far but i'm so disappointed i couldn't finish it like it's just and i was like i just need to go put together a dresser like and just fucking <laughs> walked away from it happy um but yeah, that was it. That that run took so fucking long, and I just ended like with not any like completion. You know what I mean? I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. well, fuck, I made it very. And also, that's the thing that normally kind of like wants to make you keep going, right? Like when you've ever 
play the game and you get to like the end and then like it's just hard so you die you're like I, one more chance you know what i mean like anything yeah anything yeah. that's mm-hmm. like difficult and you get to the end like one more shot like even fucking i don't know if you're playing like fucking in an arcade where you have to like knock things over or ski ball like if you get a good score you're like one more just to see if i can beat it or like shooting basketball on like one of the little hoops right you know what i mean like yeah it's like if once you get a good score you're like one more i can do it i can i can i can reach number one on the leaderboards i can do it um and so that happened and i was just like i gotta go like i, I gotta turn this shit off it's too much <laughs> i gotta put enough of this and myself into this bullshit Right. Also, it was like if I wanted one more chance, it could turn into another fucking three-hour run. So it's like I, right, I can't. right, <laughs> right. Um, but that's it. Uh, it's still great. It's, everything about it is well done. Um, it's just you know, it, it's definitely not for everyone. Yeah. Cool. All right. So the uh, the next thing I wanted to move to here is uh, I actually haven't watched this trailer. I saw this trailer was yes. a thing, and I was. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there is apparently going to be a Kurt Warner. Bio, biopic. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, what's it, Zachary Levi? Is that who it is, right? Shit, Shazam. The guy who plays Shazam. I think it is oh, okay. Zachary Levi. Okay. He's playing Kurt Warner, and then Anna Paquin is playing his wife, and then uh, Dennis Quaid is playing Dick Vermeil, the old uh, coach of the LA Rams. Okay. Um, and I, I, when I watched it, I was like, this looks just like any other run of the mill one. People were like tweeting about it, and they were like, wow, this looks like ass. And I was like, I mean, I don't know about ass i think i don't know i i I, I, for me any kind of biopic sort of falls into the same things and i think sports ones do the same i think sports movies are all kind of in the same boat as like a musical biopic where like you go you're just gonna get tropes on tropes on tropes like you're gonna be like the one where i first lost my game the horrific injury coming back and then it like ends on like it's probably gonna end when he wins the super bowl and then like it'll have a card that says kerr would go on to play 12 more years and eventually the la the cardinals to the first super bowl in 50 years he lives now in tampa with his wife right like that kind of shit oh cool and then they freeze frame on a picture of him like with his wife holding up his real kid or some shit um and so i i i think Going looking at this trailer and going, wow, it looks like a piece of crap. It's like, well, yeah, like that's that's what these are. What are you talking about? <laughs> right. So like, uh, the problem is, I'm trying to think. This this is just gonna sound like mad derogatory, and I don't necessarily mean it that way. But like, Kurt Warner's whole story is ridiculous. Like like not in like it's just like. His whole thing, like, as awesome as it is legitimately, like, literally, like, inspires awe, right? To, like, that story. Like, it's still kind of, like, if that was turned into a movie, let's say you didn't know that that person existed or that this movie was based on that. If you saw that movie, you'd be like, this is the corniest shit ever. Like, like, like. Yeah, like, grocery bag, man, to, like, NFL Grocery bag. Um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you'd be like this is ridiculous and so it's like you already have that level of like this is ridiculous on top of like getting just these overblown tropes because it's it's a real person and he everyone's the hero of their own story so like i'm sure he's going to embellish the way things were and it's like not even necessarily like a derogatory mark towards him it's just like fucking uh, Michael Jordan carried a chip on his shoulder forever about shit that didn't happen, right? So, like, that same thing could happen with Kurt Warner where he's like, you know, it, we were fucking downtrodden, beaten down, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, you weren't. You know what I mean? Like, you, you guys were playing good. Like, there was no, like, there was no, like, yeah. coming back from an underdog. Like, you know what I mean? Nobody believed yeah, two in of us. The greatest... It's like, no, everyone believed in you. You guys were great and everyone knew it. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think the movie's literally called, like, American Underdog. And it's like, okay... Yeah, no one was like, wow, I never saw the fucking Rams being any good. Like, I don't think that happened. I mean, granted, I wasn't around at the time, but, like, I feel like it was, they were solid, and there was no doubt about it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And what's what's crazy is that I saw that, I think I sent you the tweet about it, maybe? Or maybe I just retweeted it, where the guy guy was like, um, 
you know it's going to be a great movie because literally half the trailer is Kurt Warner going like, wow, my story is great. Like, I'm just excited to tell my story because it's just a great story. And you know what? We know why this movie's going to be good because the story, it's great. <laughs> and he's like, that's how you fucking know it's going to be great. And the thing um, is, is he's not wrong either. That's like the weird thing I'm struggling with, right? Is that it, that is a great story, but it's just so fucking like, I don't, it's just corny. I, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, now this... I actually think that this is a story that actually does deserve a fucking movie, unlike Zola. Yeah, unlike Zola. It does deserve a movie, but you know what the problem is? Is that, like, this, his life is, like, movies that have already been made that were ridiculous, right? You know what I mean? Like, like mm. there's already a movie out there about some person who went from fucking nothing to being, like, the star. You know what I mean? Like, like those movies ha- exist in just outrageous amounts and they're all ridiculous but then this motherfucker actually made it true and so like now he's doing his movie and it's like yeah it is awesome but it's also like i still have all these whack versions of it so it just doesn't work (laughs) yeah i don't know what to tell you your shit just (laughs) it's like it's played out and it's like but it really happened and like this is new it's like i'm the only person that has this story it's like yeah somehow it's already played out i don't know what to tell you (laughs) (laughs) this is what happens when you make a fucking sports movie it's it's Um, literally no it's rocky right rocky's like out fucking working at a butcher shop and then turns into the world heavyweight champ like and rocky was great but you can't continue to make the I say as, you know, there's fucking Rocky movies. <laughs> well, the reason that Rocky 1 is great is because he loses. Right. right. The reason that at the end that he quote, quote, wins is that because he lasts. Like, that's the only reason is that he doesn't knock him out, but he also doesn't get knocked out. He just, like, lasts. Yeah, the and match. then I think at that point you've built enough repertoire with the characters. Kind of like uh, The Conjuring, right? Where, like, now your yeah. sequel's, like, we're just, like... We love the Rocky. characters. We're we're right. we like Rocky. We like Apollo Creed. Like we like seeing him take down. We like we like watching Rocky end the Cold War via boxing match. Um, <laughs> so like you know we're just in for it. And it's like Kurt Warner doesn't have that same uh, that same level of, of repertoire with a lot of people. I don't think. And I, I totally agree. And, and and speaking of you know like you mentioned Rocky finishing or ending the 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 cold war with boxing is that one of your favorite sports movies i had put here on the notes like do you have any like favorites and like are, are when you look at sports movies that are your favorite are they like super like realistic or how can i say like super like um on one end of the spectrum like friday night lights or are they more like fantastical like rocky four my favorite movie of all time my favorite sports movie of all time is a is a weird mix of both mm-hmm. um it is Nothing that happens in that movie is fantastical to me. Like, like, but it's all kind of played up a little more. You know what I mean? But that's mm-hmm. also just kind of a movie thing. But my favorite movie, sports movie of all time is probably White Men Can't Jump. And mm-hmm. White Men Can't Jump is, like, that's just pickup basketball. Like, that's not, like, people talk shit. You know what I mean? Like, dumb shit happens and... and like, the, I guess the very end of it is a little fantastical. But, like, mm-hmm. it, 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 other than that, though, the because the very end of it is that, like, they play uh, fucking two NBA players that I can't think of the name. One of them was Bernard King. I can't remember the other one. I know it's the King and the Duck. I just can't remember who the Duck is. Um, mm-hmm. But it's Bernard King and somebody else, and they win. Like, two random guys, two random pickup guys that you've been with this whole story, they beat him, and that's like, it doesn't, and the thing is, though, is that is not necessarily important for the ending, right? Like, right. It, it is, but it's it's not, because it's a really a story about how one of the characters has his priorities all fucked up, and, like, he wins, which is ridiculous, but, like, it, it that's only there to show you that his priorities are fucked up, um, but, like, but the rest of it is just kind of, like, them talking shit, and it's, like, on the, but it's not super technical either. You know what I mean? Like we're not mm-hmm. like breaking down game film or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's just pickup basketball, like and you know people betting money on shit and playing a pickup tournament and shit like that. Like it's all kind of regular shit. But that's probably my favorite basket or sports movie period. Sports movie. And I think it's because it does avoid all of those. As much as you know, we love Rocky and remember the Titans and and all that stuff. Like it is a, a well tread path. 
right? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we know the beats at this point. Like, as the movie's happening, we're like, all right, and this is the redemption. <laughs> this is where the whole team comes together. Uh, like, mm-hmm. you can kind of point out each one of these things happening. And so I think I think the fact that this one doesn't do that, it, it kind of just feels more fresh the whole time and unique, and that's one of the things I like about it. Mm. Yeah, I think... What about you? I, I think mine... So... I don't, I don't, I find myself, I don't know if I have a favorite one because I, I think, so like right now I'm Googling like favorite sports movies. I know I put this topic on here and I didn't even think about like, I should Google it. Um, but like, I guess, I guess if I had to pick one that I like a lot right now or that I thought about a lot recently, it's, um, Brad Pitt's Moneyball. Okay. Did you ever watch that I've one? heard that's great. I have not watched it. So I watched that one 10 years ago now, and it was great. I mean, I remember enjoying it then, but nowadays I find myself watching clips of it on YouTube. Okay. Like, the the dialogue is just so good, and they're talking about baseball and talking about, like, changing it and, and like, you know, replacing players and, like, the the sort of the themes about it. And I and that one, I think, is, is the Friday Night Lights, right? It's, it's on that end of the spectrum of, like, right. super realistic. Like, I mean, it's literally a biopic. It like it's all very matter of factly, and it like deals with numbers and changing the game of basketball. There is no, I mean, the 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 twenty game win streak. That's like the the peak of the movie that the athletics had. Yeah. Um, but most of this, what I remember, like little scenes of them talking about like baseball and how to change it and the statistics and stuff. So I don't know why. And Jonah Hill talking about like playing, um, like why baseball is great and stuff and like how to replace it, how to replace players and shit. And I. I, I think that movie's fucking great, and I need to rewatch all of it. Yeah. But it's one of those movies where, like, you watch one time, you're like, that was good. And then years down the road, you're like, wow, that movie was really fucking good. <laughs> right. I need to watch that again. And I feel like that that's what it is for me. But right now, but like like I said, I don't have, like, a go-to, and I wish I did. Um, I mean, I have a lot of ones that I, like, love. Like, you know, well, you know, like, um, which one? Uh, Creed. I really like Creed. That one was great. Mm-hmm. Um... The Fighter. I thought The Fighter was fucking awesome. The Fighter Ooh, was so that. good that that's the one with um, Mark Wahlberg and uh, Christian Bale. I never watched that. Wait, yeah, no. So that was... Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Because that was... Uh, that's a... Is that about Ricky Haddon? Uh, duck, uh, yeah, and Ducky? Or, yeah. No, Mickey Ward. Mickey Ward. That's what it was. Mickey Ward. Yeah, okay, and, and his brother's Ward. like a the, the druggie, right? Like yeah. A, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like on heroin and stuff. And he's like, he's like, every time Christian Bell comes on the screen, he's like, hey, what's up, man? Hey, remember? It's probably low, probably low. And he's like doing his like little yeah. fake boxing thing. Um, and, and so the movie's great, but that's like, it's like the the sports isn't really even part of it. Because then at the end, they like squeeze in the boxing part, like in the last 20 minutes. And you're like, the movie could have been fine without it. That's how good um Christian Bell is. Right. Um, But I think... I don't know. I, I, I think I find myself appreciating all aspects of it. Like, I'll take a super realistic one like Moneyball or maybe something more in between like um, The Blind Side, which I think is like sort of just like super cheesy, but then it's actually got good performances or something like even like a comedic one like Bleeds of Glory or, mm-hmm. you know, or even Ricky Bobby or something like that. So, like, I, I, I sort of I don't really really go toward one or the other. Right. Yeah, um, but, yeah, this is, it's, it's an odd thing, to, like, the amount, how it ranges, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I forgot about The Fighter, that is a really good one, and, uh, so is the, I already forgot the first one you said, Creed, Creed yeah. Solid also. Uh, yeah, Creed, um, Moneyball, yeah. Moneyball. I think, Moneyball. um, and then right before COVID, I think the, no, it literally was, the last movie before I saw, that I saw before COVID you know, shut down the movie theaters and stuff was that Brad Pitt or Brad, Ben Affleck one, the way back, the one about the baseball coach oh, okay. or basketball coach. Who's like that one, that one looked terrible. Well, I, you know what? I don't think it looked terrible. I was just like, ah, oh, it's coach Carter with the white guy. Like, I, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's got like, he's got to like, uh, animate the kid or is it called like, uh, encourage the kids. And he's dealing with like, his wife falling apart and his alcoholism and yeah. shit. Yeah, was it was it good or do you that one? Yeah, so it's like one of those things. It's like you know when you watch, you go, okay, I know exactly where this is going, but everything was so well done. Like, um, do you remember um, from the Daily? I don't know if you ever watched it. His name was Al Madrigal. 
He was like a Hispanic yeah. guy on there. Yeah, yeah. So he's like his assistant coach, and he was great. He was so good. He's he's like has this, this like warmth energy, warm energy to him. And so like the whole movie, you're like, this is great. And then it it goes, it basically follows everything that would typically follow. Like a kid gets kicked off, and then he realizes that. You know, he need, he needs basketball more than basketball needs him. And he comes back and asks for a spot, but he has to do suicides, you know, like that kind of yeah. stuff, right? So, I, I don't know. I, I think sports movies are so interesting because they both are the most generic, but I think they're also the most, like, if it's done well, it's edited well, like Moneyball is, where, like, the ending, even though you know it, if it, if it gets you going, you're like, holy shit, like, this is, like, magic. Even though they're, like, like, like I said, they're, like, the most generic type of movie along with like biopics or like movie biopics or uh, music sorry yeah it's i think it's just one of those things where kind of like we said before we're like sometimes a trope is there just be or not a trope but like a uh well, i guess a trope like a um we, we know the beats of this and it's because it works and so like regardless you know a story can be somewhat generic and it's like but it still works as long as it's done well enough like as long as you put in the work to to deserve all of these these uh, bullet points you're gonna hit, you know what I mean. You, you do everything mm-hmm. to make sure that this lines up. It will work. Like you still have to make it right. You can't just like throw it out there and it just be good. But there's um, you know there's just it it works because it works. And so as long as it pulls it off, you're good. Even though you yeah. know, even though you know what every the way back, every Coach Carter, every Remember the Titans, it's all the same shit, but like it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like they did right, it well right. and that's what you get. Right. It's like I think we've talked about before, like you can't just go on set and be like, we're gonna make a Marvel action movie and like, oh it'll it'll just kind of do handle itself or like, oh we'll do a uh time loop movie, they're foolproof, like just shit yeah. whatever's on Oh um, Army of the Dead. It's like, oh, we're just gonna have a heist, and it's like, okay, like, what is the heist about? Like, where are the intricacies of a heist movie? Like, right. you know, like it has to, there has to be like the backstab, and then like the, the heist that was going on all along, right? Like that kind of stuff. And if you don't do that, you formulaic, just formulaic, but you still have to follow the formula. You have you know to what I mean? do like, it, right? You have to put the work in, right? You can't just be like, well, it's a heist movie, okay? Well, like details, no, they just like literally walk up to it and just like heist it. Oh. Right, like spaghetti in a okay. five star restaurant isn't just like, hey, you just make the noodles and you throw the sauce on. You know what I mean? Like that's right, like, right. That's not how that works. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of you know, spaghetti at a at a nice restaurant, um, we can wrap up with this question that I had this weekend. So I was talking to Sydney and and some friends, and and I was like, so what do you guys prefer? And I thought it was interesting because they had completely different opinions about it than I did. I thought everybody's going to be on my side. But I asked them, when you are eating something, would you prefer to have a lot, like a big portion, a lot of something that's pretty good, mm-hmm. or a, just a tiny or small, simple portion of something that's great? And I said, a big portion of pretty good. I was like, you give me a fucking gigantic, just okay fish, like flounder or something, I will eat the shit out of it. You know, give me a giant burger and it's pretty good and, I, you know, it does the job and it's, like, solid and it's actually, like, above average, I'll eat the shit out of it. More than, like, a tiny burger that's, like, amazing, like, the best meat I've ever had. Right. So, what do you think? And, they were, like, some of them were like, yeah, of course. And some of them were like, are you crazy? No, just get the super nice meal. Like, who cares? Like, you're going to eat again. Like, enjoy the food. Don't inhale it. And I was like, well... Inhaling is my thing. I like Kirby. I'll just eat up all that food. <laughs> um, excuse me, but have have you seen how familiar are you with uh, South Park episodes in general? You're yeah, pretty uh, pretty. I, I think I've watched most of them. Yeah, I thought this is America. I, I <laughs> yeah, America. exactly. Like, like, we eat, bro. Uh-huh. Old fucking Joey Chestnut set a world record for eating seventy six hot dogs in ten minutes. We're not worried about moderation here. Um, <laughs> Motherfuckers were at that bitch like U S A U S A. Anyway, so here's the thing, right? Is that like I think I'm I think I'm with you. I think a a a a, a, a solid amount of pretty good food is better than a small amount of very good food, and mm-hmm. I, I think. You know what, my, for me, I, I think I'm going to place it down to, like, a, what's the word I'm looking for here? I, I, I want to place it down to, like, 
an ethical issue. It's not ethics. It's a principle. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For me, it's a principle thing. Whatever this super small portion of just immaculate tasting food is, you've chosen to make it small. It didn't have to be this way. Like, you didn't have to give me this little baby bitch-sized fucking thing. You could have given me the normal amount. Like, mm. you, you know what I mean? Like, there's... Yeah. You have artificially done this to me, and I hate you for it. <laughs> like, it's like the, uh, uh, the vine when he gets punched. I can't believe you've done this. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like, why would you do this to me? I, I totally agree. It's like, you could have... Why? So, like... We went to... Um, also, it's so pretentious. Like, I... The little I, thing in the middle with the garnish and, like, the little... Yes, thing. and the little yeah. fucking, uh... I, I wish you could see what I just did with my arm, because you'd immediately know what I'm talking about. I did you, swung like, drop it? it? Ra- no, I swung it rapidly from left to right. Like, the fucking, um... The, the drizzle? The, yeah, the drizzle. Like, all yeah. over the plate, but <laughs> my food couldn't possibly touch all this drizzle. And I understand I understand you're telling me the drizzle's there for looks along with the garnish, but also pretentious. Like I stop. Like just make an amount of food that a normal person would consume for a meal. Yeah. Like yeah, so like we went to uh, two seafood restaurants this weekend and because you know we were down there I was like, "Oh, I want to try like I want to try fish that's actually, you know, from today or the day before, not from like 3 or 4 days ago." Right. And so the, the first place we went to, I got flounder. And I was expecting, like, you know, like you said, like, a little bit of piece. Like, a little, just like a regular size, like the same my, size of my hand, right? No. No motherfucker comes out, looks like the top of a shoebox. Like, just <laughs> giant fucking grilled deep fried fish. And I was like, let's go, bitch. I inhale that shit so fast. It's so delicious. Give, like, give me the tartar sauce. Like, come on, let's do this. And then the next day we went to another place, and they had a uh, cod. I think that was, like, the catch of the day and i was like right, let me get the card yeah sure why not like it's, it they said something like it being grilled or something whatever comes out little tiny like not tiny but like a little tiny like a, like a balled up fist amount of cod and it's got like a bunch of like little squash around it and i was like you motherfuckers like you have the fish back there just give me the big fish take your take your stupid thing back give it to me you know what Give me that cod in one of those little paper trays where the ends fold. You know which ones I'm talking about? The little yeah. hot dog container. Give me one of those and just let it overflow. Like, I don't, like, don't put no sauces on it. Just give me that tartar sauce and get out of my way. Right. It's just like, like I said, it's it's the pretentiousness of it that you think, like, I, I don't know. I, I'm like, you think too highly of yourself. Like, all right, if we're at a Michelin fucking five-star restaurant, I... Fuck it. I'm just gonna just sit here and just fucking deal with it. But, like, y'all motherfuckers like Gordon Ramsay. Like, y'all need to calm down. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm over here at my table with the fucking The Rock thing. Know your role and shut your mouth. Like, like, like you won't. Stop it. Stop. Get some help. Um, it's just... Also, the less food you get because this place has decided to be pretentious about their food the more expensive it is. I'm even more furious, right? Like, like this right. shit is now $20 more than the other thing, and I get, like, one-third of it? Get out of here. Like, I just, that, I can't. It, the card costs more than the flounder, and I was like, just give me, I was like, Sydney, let's go back to the flounder. Like, <laughs> Fuck this place. I'm going to get flounder at the place next door. <laughs> I want flounder the size of my head. Yo, you fucking, the, the rest of her and her family just finish eating there. You come back with the flounder from the other place, <laughs> set that bitch down on top of the cod. Bang. Uh, this is what I was looking for. Uh, uh. You fucking walk in the door, you scream to everybody that's eating there, is this your king? And then you hold up this, like, this is just next door. (laughs) And it's just as fucking delicious. My hat is like a flounder's fin. (laughs) (laughs) Deepest, bluest. My Um, hat is like a flounder's fin. (laughs) Jesus Christ. But yeah, I think I I I go with a a larger portion of pretty good food. Yeah, Um, I'm the same too. Yeah, also, like, I realize this is a lack of self-control on my part, but, like, if it tastes good, I just want more of it. Like, that's, like, like... Right, this, like... I, this thing tastes good, I would like more, please. Like, Sydney was like, you have to savor it and, like, really taste the food. You can't just inhale it. I'm how like, about this? When how I... about while you're savoring your one bite, I'll eat four more bites that are all just as good and keep and enjoy the flavor of the next four bites. Like, like, like... Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're what both if I'm going burping? to have this flavor for the same amount of time. It's just, I'm yeah, gonna so what take if I'm burping bites. for the next 10 minutes? I'm burping for the next 10 minutes. Leave me alone. Like, I chose this life. I knew what it was when I signed up. Right. I knew what it was when you brought up the shoebox size finder. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll call that the episode. If anybody, uh, if anybody wants to tell us whether we're wrong, whether it is better to to get a small portion of just great food, yeah. um, you can I, first of all wrong, uh, but you're, <laughs> you're allowed to tell us. Um, but uh, if you want to catch us, you can catch us. Uh, you can catch the podcast directly at Diff Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can catch me at Team Money Bags on Instagram or Twitter. And I'm at Evercastro92 on Instagram. And when you said, you know, you know, you can tell us, but it's wrong. I, in my mind, I just saw a flash of Charlie Murphy saying, wrong, is wrong. <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> Fuck, I can't uh, remember now. It's, I, I can't remember if it's the Prince one or the Rick James one. He's like, wrong. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's the, it's, uh, it's the Rick James one because he's, Rick James says something about like he slapped him. And Charlie Murphy's like, yeah. wrong. And, uh, <laughs> Or actually, no. It might be the prince too, because like, okay. he says he's gonna win. Wrong. That's wrong. That's, that's, you're like the moment I see that tweet, I'm gonna. If someone tweets at me, I promise I'm replying with that. It doesn't even. <laughs> at this point, you could even be on my side. I'm replying with it. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, Rick James dwells in the abyss. <laughs> But uh, if you want to email us directly, you can email us at differentanimalspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and as usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we will catch you guys next week. Peace. See you.